All right, uh, this is a little... Um, I kind of think I've been using this. with it. Whenever I'm helping someone out and it's um, not a client, I kind of do this just as a way of serving the many. Um, so this is a, a question around someone saying, how can I get more people to sell now? Well, the big answer is you don't want... Now, this, again for people who listen to this who aren't real estate agents. This is going out to real estate agents uh, who are always after getting listings, right? In, in our business, we're not really in the business of sales. We're in the business of acquiring listings to sell uh, because the art of selling the homes, that is a... Uh, a difficult task. Granted, you've got to write copy and be great at marketing and advertising and negotiating and all of those things. But without a property to market and negotiate, then the agent doesn't even stand a chance. So the first step in real estate is, of course, acquiring stock. So agents are always asking, how do I get more properties to sell? And um, and so the question that I was given today was, how do I convince people to sell now? And the answer is that you you don't. Meaning, you if someone's natural sales cycle was going to be, you know, September 2020, there's nothing you could or should do to get them to sell in 2018. It's just the, the, the way it is. Unless the premise that with which they are basing that 2020 is flawed. What I mean by that is if they think that, you know, and every market is different and that's why you need to absolutely know your market backwards. You need to know the cycles. You need to be a student of the economics of property cycles, of, um, you know, following how property has gone history, how booms and busts work, how properties get transacted in a booming market, how they get transacted in a flattening off market, how they transact in a falling market. How when the property, you know, market bottoms out, how, how people transact property. When it starts to improve and turn around, how things get happen. When it's a rising market, how things happen. When it's a booming market, how things happen. And it cycles and it cycles. Not everything stays going up at 15% a year forever. So you need to understand where in the cycle at least your best guesses are. And based on that, you need to make some assumptions. So if your property truly is booming and you don't believe that that property is um, going to go down at any time soon, and in fact, you are firmly sure that it's going to keep going up, then you can't go saying anything that says, oh, you know, you want to sell now and pocket all the money if their motive to sell is to realize, you know, uh, uh, capital growth or, or, or whatever. So, you know, so you need to know these things. But, you know, in in say the market, though, has topped out because there's a few areas around Australia where they've seen year after year of exponential growth. And in the last couple of months, there's been some flattening out of the, the process. So if you're in a market where that is the case, then you want to ask sellers, why, if they are not selling now and they're saying, no, no, we're going to wait a year or two, then you, you need to sort of do a bit of digging and find out why. And say, okay, cool. Now, just so I can help you out, Mr. or Mrs. Seller, can I ask, what would be your motive of selling in a couple of years? Like, what's your achievement that you're wanting to achieve? And, and they might say, oh, well, little Johnny's going to the, the local school and his school year finishes at the end of 2019, so that's 18 months away, so we'll be at least waiting till then before we, we downsize, uh, potentially. Or whatever their motive might be. So if that's their motive, 
that's really the end of the conversation. So it's just wonderful. Well, we'll stay in touch. Here's an updated uh, property price report on the value of your home if you were to kind of look at it now, but it sounds like you're not going to, so that's cool. Here's here's that just for your info, but put that in the, in the file. And um, as you can see there, there's a little certificate on the front saying that we'll waive any fees uh, to update this property data at any stage in the future if you need to. But um, yeah, we're here if you need anything. See you later. You shouldn't convince them to sell now because their needs are, they don't need to. They want to stay there. And the only reason they would sell and downsize is when their son leaves school in 18 months time. So you should follow up in, in 14 months. However, if they were saying, say you were in that market that we described before, where we've gone through a massive boom for many years, and um, now we've started to flatten off and buyer inquiries uh, dipping or flattening and prices are dipping and buyers are coming in lower than ever before. If you think that that's the turn of the trend, and you even think that we might be, you know, seeing, well, what if you're reading some of those, and there's a whole bunch of property uh, doomsayers out there. Robert Kiyosaki, I believe I just saw on Facebook, is one of them. I don't know if that's the case, but I think I just saw an ad saying, are you ready for the... Let me just see if that ad's still open. I just have it open. I did. There you go. Um, The copy is, it's a Robert Kiyosaki thing. Book now to join Robert uh, when he returns with his wife, Kim, and blah, blah, blah. Um, Fast track your wealth before the financial hurricane, he predicts, in 2018. Get in early. So here, and then the headline is ready for the 2018 crash, question mark. So if there is a 2018 crash coming, now he's not saying that that's property based, you know, but there's a whole bunch of people that are, um, that are predicting property doom. So you find a bunch of those articles if you, and see if you believe them, see if you agree with them. And so that way, if a seller is saying, no, no, we're going to wait till, um, you know, uh, the end of the year, you know, before we sell, because we think that this $400,000 property is going to be worth $600,000 at the end of the year, because Uncle Bob said that 20%, uh, you know, growth in the next six months is guaranteed, you might want to show show that seller some of the doomsaying uh, articles. You might say, no one has a crystal ball, including these folk, and certainly including me, and definitely including Uncle Bob. But, um, you know, I would, I would consider that if these folk are right, these guys that are predicting financial doom and gloom, and I hope they're wrong because I own property in this area. I really do. The one thing we do know is that your property is worth more now than it has been since the dawn of time, right? We've just gone through uh, four years of, of amazing growth. We've just gone through really since 2003, an Australian property boom that in this area has never really ended. Uh, so what we do know is that your property right now is worth more than it's ever been. And um, I wonder if now might be the time to give it a try and see what the market is willing to pay. Um, let me maybe take it to the market. Let me make some off-market inquiries and see what the market might be willing to pay. Um, you know, let's dip our toe in the water and see. I don't know, food for thought. So wording to that effect might be helpful. It's in the best interests of the client. And if you deem that you are, if, you know, if you're thinking, oh, how do I convince them to do that? And you don't think that's in the best interests of them, then you can't do it that way. You have to, you know, you're not that... Because remember, I'm answering the question, how should I convince someone who wants to sell in a couple of years to sell now? In most cases, you shouldn't convince someone who wants to sell in a couple of years to sell now. The only instance might be that one that I've just described. If they think there's going to be a financial windfall in the next six months, 12 months or whatever, 
and you disagree and there's evidence to suggest they're, they're mistaken. In that very rare instance, you might want to go along the lines of what I've described. But the best piece of advice would be continue to build your presence in the area, your marketing system in the area, so that those people that do need to sell for reasons that are out of your control, that they've already got reasons of their own. They've been promoted and they're moving to Brisbane. So they need to sell. No matter what the market is, they need to sell. If they're upsizing, they want to take advantage of this flattening market conditions and they want to you know, sell for a good price and upgrade for an even bigger discount on their upgraded price, whatever. My advice would be get your marketing system right so that you attract more people to you um, so that you don't need to convince anyone to do anything um, is, uh, is my advice. So food for thought. I hope that is of some interest. I know that's, um, that's just my first thought. Is that the best answer I could possibly give to that inquiry? Probably not. But is there, I don't know, hopefully some value there that um, possibly the wrong question is being asked. How do you convince a future seller to become a now seller? Probably the wrong question to ask. I've given you a slight answer, but it's not the greatest answer. The real answer is you should be setting it up so that you don't need to. All right. Food for thought. Thanks for listening. See ya.